In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the September 23rd edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based message force multiplier of current events compiled from the world's elite newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. We're going to be talking about money here, Mike. Are we? In case you want to know. Yeah. yeah. In case you want to know about this, we're talking about money. After many years of increasing borrowing and at least 13 months of evidence of an impending catastrophe, at least 13 months. Oh. Remember when they go, uh, recession, everything looks good now, yeah, yeah. everything's fine, everything's don't fine. worry about anything. There might be a little, maybe We are a little, solvent, we are a firm. There might be a little bump. A bump. A little bump in the road. Well, but they we'll got be drunk. Okay. They got a little drunk. Yeah, that was now the they're going to recover. They just got drunk. I guess you know what. I'm let's be let's be fair. To, let's let's be fair to the, the president. He was speaking in terms that he could relate to. He was yeah. so when he said that about Wall Street, he was putting it in a in a sphere that he knew something about. He could have said, "I was blitzed." You know, Wall Street got blitzed. Yeah, that would have been a football. Wall Street snorted a line, yeah. and and now they're okay. He could have said any of those things. <laughs> he could have, but no. Now he chose the drunk metaphor. But, which, uh, which is what America sh- must have been for the last eight years to have elected this uh, guy. Maybe we didn't elect him. Americans' financial yeah. institutions faced the worst credit crisis since the Great Depression. Yeah. Well, that's all. I, I just, I, it's, I've been blown away by, I've got, I get the Wall Street Journal every day because you know what a economic, what an investment. You are, you are a marvel at the economics. At an v- investment guru that I am. And the, the stories in the front page of the Wall Street Journal, the verbiage that's being used. Uh-huh. The other day, there was there was a paragraph that said Wall Street, as we know it, has ceased to exist. Yeah, these were the uh-huh. this was apocalyptic. <laughs> this was biblical kind of things that they what were saying. What a bunch of now, I'm telling you, they were talking about this is, as you just said, the most significant economic crisis since the Great Depression. And they brought it on themselves. Well, absolutely. They, yeah, well, and, they had help. They know, had a facilitator. Surprise! Yeah. Well, this we'll get into it a little bit. I'm yeah. Sure, but. The world, explained Iranian President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, no longer has the capacity to absorb fake U.S. dollars. Uh-huh. Well, Global stock markets lost $3.1 trillion in four days. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And eventually we're going to pay them all back. Yeah. <laughs> eventually yeah. you and me, you and, me. Yeah. and our we're grandkids are going to pay them all deep back. deep into our pockets yeah. and help these poor souls out who've made all this money. And American International Group, the world's biggest insurance company and a leader in the $62 trillion credit default swap market, was nearly bankrupted. Which AIG, one, what, you know, you're saying to yourself, yeah, AIG, AIG. You know, American, American International, where'd they get that name? Yeah. Well, they were established in China, and they were booted out by Mao. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's why they're American International. People say, oh, it's, it's not, why is it international? Well, because... It well, was I international. I didn't know that. The Federal Reserve loaned AIG $85 billion at 11% interest and took control of the company. You know, by the way, too, the Chinese are heavily, heavily uh, invested in, in the U.S. So oh. that's one reason we're bailing them out, yeah. you know, bailing everybody well, that's out. That's a little repo- underreported part of this whole yeah. story is that the $700 billion we're talking about, lots of it is going overseas to the Europeans, the Japanese, the Chinese, and yeah. the Swiss are getting uh-huh. a lot of our money. Yeah, in this They're deal, going, I don't oh. think the American people got that part yet. No, uh-uh. I don't think they quite have heard that. that that'll yet. take a frontline report six years from now. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> we should have known. Yeah, but a little known fact. <laughs> yeah, a little known. Economic crisis. 
Uh, The Securities and Exchange Commission temporarily banned the short selling of 799 financial institution stocks. The Bush administration's three-page draft bill would permit the Treasury Department to buy up to $700 billion. That would be $2,000 per American in bad mortgage-related debt and would exempt the Treasury from administrative supervision. Yes, that's oh, the, that's oh, the oh, best that's part. Oh, that's a good idea. That's right. And, that, it sounds an awful lot like what happened in Iraq. It, it's three-page and also with wireless, uh, the warrantless wiretaps. Uh-huh. Everything that this administration yeah. has done, they put in a paragraph that says, oh, and by the way, we're not bound by any restrictions. Yeah. Not by, we're not to to be overseen or responsible to anybody else yeah, in this whole they're, they're barred from any legal challenges by any court. Yeah, any court. Yeah, any court, any court, anywhere. And from rules pertaining to government contracts. <laughs> uh, this is insanity. And you know what the holdup on the negotiation has been of the last couple of days? What, Mike? Is in executive compensation. Yeah, oh, they yeah. refuse <laughs> to put any cap or any kind of restriction or any kind of regulation or, or oversight on how much these guys are going to walk away with. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, if there's any any big banker listening, yeah. I'm calling them out right now. Yeah, come on down. Come, come on down to KCA. Well, I'm going to beat the holy yeah, tar yeah, out of yeah, you right exactly, now. Exactly. Come on, come you on down. chicken. Now, 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 there are a couple of things about hey. this. There's one or two things. Can't say about, it. No, you can't. can't We're on the air. Uh, there, are, there are two things about this. The, 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 I, the most frightening thing that I heard all week, and I heard a lot of frightening things, was that the, the, because of this financial crisis, yeah. there is a chance that mm-hmm. the United States government uh-huh. could lose its bond rating currently at AAA. Yeah. If it goes to AA, yeah. watch for the deployment of the U.S. military around the world because at that point – then there are financial institutions and countries around the world yeah. who will say, we can no longer take dollars, we have to take euros, because uh-huh. you've lost your bond rating. If that happens, I'm serious. I say lock and load. It, I'm serious. As, as that, is, that is the thing that should scare all of us, is the U.S. government losing its bond rating. And it's possible it could happen. Finance industry lobbyists tried to stop lawmakers from limiting executive salaries at bailout companies. As you said, Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs, the two remaining U.S. investment banks, transformed themselves into traditional commercial banks. And and these guys were walking away with 40, 50, 100, 200 million dollars in a year when their companies were failing. Okay. Can you say beheadings? You've mentioned this uh, off air. Some somewhere, somebody, and I mean not just one person, but a number of people should be. If we were ever going to have show trials in this country, I yeah. think this is. If we're this, putting O.J. Simpson on trial, <laughs> you know, for what stealing his sports memorabilia? Yeah, no, I know stealing Please. back his own sports. Yeah, I no, I I, I shouldn't have said How it that way. How about Chris? That Cox was not the, on trial. Yeah, well, that's not the right way to put it. But somebody's got to be held accountable for this. This is, and this has really been. At the heart of it, a Ponzi scheme to make commission money. All these people that were getting these loans were bundling them up, yep. shoving them up the line, yep. making a piece of it. They didn't care. They could care less how much they were actually worth. The next one in line bundled it with some more stuff and shoved it up the line, and they made a commission. That's what this has been all about. And, of course, you can thank many presidents since Reagan, but Reagan opened the door. Absolutely. Reagan opened the door to deregulation. Jimmy Carter allowed the glass Steagleman. Uh, to to go uh, to overturn that, we've got Phil Graham who put in the Enron loophole. We've got the Bush administration who appointed a bunch of P 
people who are determined to see this happen. They're, all of them are responsible Clinton, in some don't way. Don't forget Mr. Clinton. I said Clinton, Stiegelman, Glass Stiegelman. He, yeah. he was responsible you for You said over. Carter, I think. Maybe no, not. No, Carter. Yeah. No. Well, Carter I mean, was actually, I thought you said Carter. No, I was no. Like, I wasn't aware of that. No, right? no. Okay. Somebody tried to pin this on Carter. Some yeah. right wing. Carter is the only president we've had in 40 years that actually tried to do something about it and said, slow down, take a look where we are exactly. right now, and let's invest right. Exactly. We might not be the number one country anymore. Right. And, yeah. and, or at least we can take a good look at ourselves right. and see where we stand within right. the world. And apparently we never did. America's big three automakers, meanwhile. Yeah, they uh, got their America, hand out. They got their a, hand out, right? Held a Capitol Hill meeting with uh, Nancy Pelosi and other Democratic leaders. They wanted $25 billion, the uh, big three automakers, to bail out, yeah. to, to help them. <laughs> To help them make up for all the money they made on their SUVs, they're now having to uh, throw into the junkyard. By, by the way, there's you know you notice how uh, B of A was buying up like uh, Lehman or not Lehman? Who they buy? Bear Stearns or Merrill Lynch? They're buying up yeah. all these companies. You're thinking, I'm thinking to myself, how is it that the banking industry is going to hell and and B of A has all this liquidity? They're buying all this stuff up. You know why yeah. they're doing it? Mm-hmm. I just heard this the other day. They're buying these things up because the reason they bailed out AIG, it was too big to fail. What B of A is doing right now is they're buying up these companies in the hope that they will be too big to fail, that right. the government will have to bail them out. This is, a, this is a, another scheme on the part of a financial institution. Hewlett-Packard announced plans to cut 7.5% of its workforce. That's about 24,000 employees. Meanwhile, Pakistan troops fired on two U.S. helicopters that intruded into Pakistani airspace, forcing them to turn back to Afghanistan. Earlier in the week, the U.S. launched a missile strike in Pakistan just hours after the U.S. military vowed to respect Pakistan's sovereignty. Now, remember last week we had Dexter Filkins on, and I asked him, how close are we to a shooting war with Pakistan? And I think we're a one week closer. We're 10 minutes closer to a shooting war with Pakistan. We're doing the shooting. We're doing the shooting. The drone that blew up all those people that killed like 90 civilians, yeah. they are hugely fired up about that. And I, and I do think that some it has something to do with that bombing of the Marriott Hotel in Islamabad or wherever uh, it was in Pakistan. Yeah. Suspected militants armed with automatic weapons, ro- a rocket-propelled grenades, and at least one suicide car bomb assaulted the U.S. Embassy in the Yemeni capital. Yeah. The coordinated attack killed 16 people, including six assailants, a suicide bomber, Rammed an explosive-laden truck. You just mentioned yeah, this yeah. into the Marriott Hotel in Islamabad. Is Islamabad? Islamabad. Islamabad. And you know why they were doing it? Well, they were expecting a meeting there of some of the basically the, the most of the government was yeah. supposed to be there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, satellite images show heavenly Sunni Arab neighborhoods of Baghdad begin emptying before a U.S. troop surge. Yeah. Yeah. Graphic evidence of ethnic. Cleansing. Which is another thing we asked Dexter about last week. How much of the surge success has to do with the ethnic cleansing? And he he agreed. (laughs) Yeah. So so really it's just a matter of getting a population out of a certain area. You're not going to kill as many in the— It had nothing to do with the troop surge as much as it had to do with— I think if you bring to bear 30,000 American troops on an area, you're going to see a decrease in overt violence. Yes, Uh you will see that. There's no doubt about it. But the the real reason that there's less violence is because there's less opportunity. Kind of like the Republican National Convention. Yeah. Yeah, the Bush administration was pushing for sweeping changes to military command structure in Afghanistan so that the head of the international forces would report directly to U.S. Central Command instead of NATO. We want more control over that situation there, apparently. Yeah, well, that's... Oil facilities and pipelines in Nigeria were attacked by the movement for the emancipation of the Niger Delta, 
which declared that it would continue to nibble every day at the oil infrastructure of Nigeria until the oil exports reach zero. Yeah. Federal judge ordered Dick Cheney to preserve a wide range of records from his time as vice president. They just want to be sure that he's not getting out of town without uh, going to jail, I Good think. Good luck on that one. Yeah. The House passed legislation that could open up large areas off U.S. coastlines to energy production. That would be the Democratic House. Uh, it would, to their credit, although I don't like this, it would allow drilling beyond 100 miles off U.S. shores and give states the option of allowing production beyond 50 miles from the shores. Well, this is my, my take on this. We should give the states the right to yeah. decide this. I just think that that's, uh, as, uh, as much uh, as I'm opposed uh, to it, uh, uh, at least they should have that opportunity. It, it uh, proposes major incentives for renewable energy, building efficiency, and advanced technologies for cold, coal-fired power plants. Yeah. U.S. lawmakers unveiled legislation that would suspend a federal program that collects and sells oil and natural gas from energy companies. Uh, you've heard about that program, right? So the are we paying, Department's we're paying, we're Minerals paying. Management yeah. Service. Which runs – they just suspended their activities. Because they were having sex with all the oil executives, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So there was, no, there was nothing going on there that no. we had to worry about. Illegal yeah. drugs, sex, and, and, and gifts from workers. And then we're, so we're buying oil from the oil companies? Uh-huh. Is that what we're so doing? So apparently we were doing drilling before it was uh, oh, really Oh, thank you allowed. very much. Yeah. Hey, thank you. I'm here all week. Thank you. Republican presidential candidate John McCain. Yeah, uh, uh, He would criminalize a promising branch of stem cell research, according to a statement issued by the candidate's campaign. Criminalize it? Yeah, he'd criminalize it. How about, how about that John McCain? Yeah. How about him? Hey, 83 Wall Street lobbyists are on his campaign. If you want to know more about this, go to motherjones.com yeah. and, uh, and, and, and check it out. 83 lobbyists. Recent, yeah. not guys who were doing it during the Nixon administration. But yeah, he's a maverick. He sure is a maverick. I did like the Obama line, which is, for he was talking about shaking up the old boys network for all, for the uh, McCain yeah. campaign. That's a staff meeting. Yeah, Berlin. Thank you very much. Former Justice uh, Department terrorism prosecutor Ed McCulligan mm-hmm. tried to stall a pending ethics inquiry into Alaska Governor Sarah Palin's firing of Public Safety Commissioner Walt Monaghan. So this is getting stalled out. So yeah. far, they've been successful in pushing this off. Yeah, but they're still they still got Todd to deal with. Todd, yeah. Todd's uh, you know what? Somebody called her Caribou Barbie, calling Sarah Palin Caribou Barbie. Barbie. I thought that was a nice line. But but Todd's going to be held uh, to some account here. On they've subpoenaed him. Well, he he uh, refused to comply with. His well, you know he's got yeah well, whatever. You know his what his excuse was? Hmm. He was too busy working on Sarah's campaign. Is this that is right? Yeah, you know what said, is I, I can't comply I with the subpoena. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, anytime I'm subpoenaed, I'm going to say that. Yeah. yeah. By the way, you may, yeah, yeah. You may be working on Wait it. Wait a second here. Yeah. yeah. Palin's personal Yahoo account was hacked, and the contents of the account, personal emails, email addresses of her family and friends, private photos, and phone numbers were published on the internet. Nice. Yeah. I'm not, I, don't, I don't approve of that. That's you, obviously Yeah, bad. I don't. Uh, That's well, bad. That's but bad. what's she doing with a Yahoo account anyway? Well, it. <laughs> I could make. A nearly unearthed video of. Uh, uh, shows Palin crediting her electoral success as governor. She's at a church. She's, I, I know she's what dancing around. Yeah. She says that it was a uh, the success was due to a uh, person who successfully hunts witches. Yeah, <laughs> the minister. Have you seen this? Have you seen the? He's he goes on about chasing uh, this woman out of a village in Africa uh-huh. who they ascribed to be a, a, a witch. Uh-huh. They essentially that was my mother. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It wow. was reported so that Palin believes that. the Earth is the on, is only a few thousand years old, and that humans and dinosaurs lived together. 
they have some some backup information on that now. That people the people that know her yeah. know that she said that. They're they're quoting people who have quoted her what? regarding they should regarding that should be the on the alley oop theory of uh, <laughs> ancient history. That should be on the scroll at the bottom of every significant uh, media outlet. That should be the scroll across yeah. the bottom. Sarah Palin believes dinosaurs and humans Ex- coexisted. coexisted. Uh huh. And, well, and, yeah. uh, and the, the earth is only a few thousand. I mean, you, if you truly believe that, I yeah. think you should be disqualified. I think, so I think you automatically are disqualified. You're, you're getting bad information. Yeah, this and, is worse than yellow cake. Yeah, yeah, honestly. If that is really what you believe that's 4,000 years old. In related news, yeah. paleontologists discovered li- that pig-like creatures ruled the world millions of years ago during the Porcine Age. This is true long before dinosaurs. The animals known as Lystrosaurs were among the only survivors of the greatest mass extinction extinction so far. That would be about 251 million years ago. Around 95% of all living species were wiped out by a series of volcanic eruptions, but the lysrosaurs, which were similar to size as modern pigs, uh, with snouts and small tusks, uh, survived. Wow. I had never heard this before. Yeah, well, I mean, how, that's why where I does that put this... Uh, yeah, well... This Palin again, thing. Again. I mean, they must have come after the humans. Or I guess right before, what would that be? Right well, before the well, humans. Well, it would have just been <laughs> yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago. I mean, yeah. you would have, I would have thought I would have read about this in the yeah. newspaper because it was not that, really not that long ago. But <laughs> I, I think it was during the Truman administration. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Well, I could. I think you could make the case that pigs are running the world right now. Yeah. So uh, They've just know. put on costumes. <laughs> They've barely changed yeah. the look a little. But, in, uh, in South Africa, Thabo Mbeki yeah. announced he is resigning as president uh, uh, following allegations that he interfered in a corruption case against his rival. And where is this? From? What, what country? South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. Oh, okay. yeah. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> in the worsening economy, college students were seeking federal financial aid in record numbers, leading Bush administration officials to warn Congress that the most important federal aid program, that which would be Pell Grants, yeah. May need up to six billion dollars in additional taxpayer funds next year. Gee, I wonder if if the government will bail them out. You know, let's give lots of money to the people who who uh, squandered our economy, and and let's forget about education. Well, that's the other thing. You know, somebody I heard this, and I don't know. Maybe there's a reason why you can't do this, but I I don't know of it. And that is, why can't we just freeze these foreclosure these these pending foreclosures uh-huh. right now, so we can get some sort of uh, a grip on, on just how, how bad it is. If we're going to bail out these companies, why can't we freeze these foreclosures from happening for these some of these people who are going under? In reflex tests know. of 46 political partisans, this would be techs, yeah. tests that they're doing on, mm-hmm. on, on folk, psychologists found that conservatives were more likely than liberals to be negatively aroused by changes in their environment, such as military expansion, gun control, capital punishment, foreign aid, abortion, abortion rights, Gay marriage, premarital sex, pornography, and I hear Teletubbies too, kind of frighten <laughs> well, them off. Yeah, yeah, In other words, conservatives scare more easily than liberals. Well, yeah, and and it just—I uh, was listening, happened to be listening to the end of Obama's speech from, at his convention and McCain's speech at his convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that would just bear this out completely. It's McCain, a striking McCain's last ten words were "fight, yeah, fight, 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 fight." fight. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, they, they need to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they do. Hey, by the way, speaking of that, this is one. Of, this goes under the, in the uh, I'm, 
I'm paranoid and worried about life uh, stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and that is apparently the U.S. Army is now planning to uh, activate units within the United States for the first time. Uh, as a they've, well, whatever. They're the, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not doing this well, am I? No, you aren't. The unit, the unit. It's U.S. The Third Infantry Division, the First Brigade uh, Combat Team, uh, is scheduled to be deployed in the United States. The uh, Army is calling this will be called up to help with civil unrest and crowd control. Oh, this that's is exciting. Yeah, this is the first. I I don't think that uh, I think this is a violation of what they call. The posse comitatus uh, yeah. uh, provision within the Constitution, the U.S. military cannot be used for domestic purposes. Isn't that illegal? It used to be. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And finally? Well, <laughs> we'll cook. Nader's on 45 ballots for the election. That's, that's, I'm just well, we can you. bring that up with uh, John MacArthur, yeah, but yeah. That's, that's nice. He's on yeah. 45 ballots. Why isn't that. he on all 51? Because. Huh? Because. I don't know why. I'm sure he tried. What's wrong with that man? Anyway. And finally, a truck carrying 20 tons of money from Philadelphia to the U.S. Treasury in Miami crashed, killing one passenger and spilling 3.7 million nickels onto the highway. It's shiny, said Florida Highway Patrol Trooper Kim Miller. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.